my friends, and welcome to another Cup of Joe podcast on this Friday, May the 20th. And wherever you are, whenever you listen to this, I wish you God's life. I wish you God's joy today. I just hope whatever and wherever you find yourself is filled with every good blessing today, my friends. Thank you for um, breaking open the word with me today. Uh, again, be this Friday, be it on the weekend, whenever it is you're, you're uh, listening to this. We are going to continue our journey through John's gospel, particularly the 15th chapter. As you remember, we are in the heart of Jesus' Last Supper discourse. He's giving his final wisdom, his final words uh, to his friends. And, uh, and while 15 is the center of that five-chapter discourse, what we hear today may be the center of the center, even though I don't think it's the center of the 15th chapter. It may be the heart of it, though. Uh, And so if you're going to follow along, I am going to read out of the New American Translation today. It'll be John chapter 15, verses 12 to 17. Uh, 12 to 17. So let's break open God's Word together. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to his disciples, This is my commandment. Love one another as I love you. No one has greater love than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. You are my friends if you do what I command you. I no longer call you slaves, because a slave does not know what his master is doing. I have called you friends, because I have told you everything I have heard from my father. It was not you who chose me, but I who chose you and appointed you to go and bear fruit that will remain, so that whatever you ask the Father in my name, he may give you. This I command you, love one another. My friends, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So isn't that wonderful? I mean, again, yeah. So I guess here's here's where I point us. And again, there's going to be a couple of points I, I invite us to ponder and chew on. And the first one is this. It's, it's what Jesus says right out of the gates. This is my commandment. Love one another as I love you. Remember, this is the night before he's going to lay down his life on behalf of his friends, on behalf of humanity, on behalf of creation. And he's going to do it in a way that not only exhibits what love looks like all the way, but, but is something that not only in his words we see what love looks like, but we see, I guess, in his actions. I think that's what I'm trying to say. That we see what love looks like. As Jesus says, no one has greater love than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. You know, Jesus says, this is my commandment. It almost implies in his words that this is his only commandment. I'm not saying this is my best commandment, this is my number one, this is is the only one, whatever it is. We call this the great commandment, right? 
Um, and, and there are those who would say, this is Jesus' only one. I don't know. I think I'd say when he said, you know, take and eat, take and drink, do this in remembrance of me, that sounds to me like a command. Um, but I'm not, I'm not interested in, in parsing that. I, I think really the, the brilliance of Jesus is how he takes the complex, my friends, and makes it simple. And that's the first thing I want us to chew on today. You know, in Jesus' time, uh, of course, when we think commandments, we may think the Ten Commandments, right? And, and that's reality. And those came from uh, Moses, that's Exodus chapter 20, right? And um, they were the heart. They, they were called the law. They were the heart of the law for the Jewish people. It's what those tablets were in the Ark of the Covenant. So you ever saw, um, you know, Raiders of the Lost Ark or, or Indiana Jones, all those things. I mean, the, the, the Ark of the Covenant in Raiders of the Lost Ark that Indiana Jones was going after was the Ark that held the commandments. And, and the Jewish people would carry this Ark into battle with them. And it would go before them, in a sense, as if God was on their side and, uh, and would um, more than give them morale. It was, it was what uh, brought them together as a people. And, uh, and they would fight on its behalf. It was that central to who they were. Well, it was so central that the, the Jewish people, the rabbis particularly throughout the years, Pharisees, Sadducees, the, the elders, all those people, built up a series of laws surrounding that. Those ten were the heart, and then all the other ones surrounded it until the point they had in the area of 613 commandments or laws around those to the point where it's like, man, how could I do anything without breaking one of those? And what Jesus does is he boils it all down. He boils it all down. And he doesn't say, hey, make sure you take this one here and make sure you're following those eight over there and don't forget about those five over here. And we can, we can just spin our tires. But Jesus says, here's what I command you. Love one another as I love you. And it's not empty words. He's not just saying, this is what I command. Love one another, period, end of sentence. He's saying, listen, this is my commandment. Love one another as you're going to see me do it, as you have seen me do it, right? And we talked about it yesterday. I won't go into, into you know, more of that and in, in, in what did love look like for Jesus? Because it was... For we as Catholics, brothers and sisters, it isn't just the death of Jesus that is the saving act of God. It was his life and how he loved in the midst of that. And yes, it was his death and how he loves us in the midst of that. And it was his resurrection uh, that God raised him from the dead and how God, through Jesus, loves us in the midst of that. All of those, the life, death, and resurrection are the saving action of God. And Jesus boils all that down and says, listen, you don't have to remember all 613. You don't even have to remember all 10. The first three, you know, kind of focusing on our love of God. You know, keep holy the Sabbath. I am the Lord your God. You shall not have false gods before me. Don't take the name of the Lord God in vain. I'm sorry, I totally did those out of order. But those three focusing on love of God. And the next seven, focusing on love of, of one another. Jesus says, hey, 
even as easy as it is just to remember the ten, I'm just going to give you this. Love one another as I have loved you, as I am loving you, as I will love you. And remember, I talked about it two, three days ago. I just want to briefly mention it again. We cannot be commanded to feel anything, right? How can anybody command you and say, hey, I command you, be happy. I command you, uh, you know, feel sorrow right now at the, at the depth of whatever's going on in the world. He's commanding us to love one another. And that love looks like laying down our lives for our friends. And not just our friends, which of course he tells us in other places, but let's use his words here. No one has greater love than this, than to lay down their life, their agenda, their plans, their control, their vision, their time, their money, whatever it is. If we want people to see what love looks like, boy, oh boy, it's, it's work, right? If loving were easy, I think we'd see it all the time and we'd see it in all places, but it's not. It's not. It's, it's an act of the will. Uh, it is a choice every moment. It is a habit. Uh, and, and it's one our God simply invites us into. And, and again, so forgive me, I'm going on and on, and I'm, I'm going against everything I'm saying. The simple part here, or, or, or what I want us to chew on, Jesus makes things simple. He takes the complex and he makes it simple. You know, it wasn't just the Jewish people of the day. I mean, goodness sakes, how often in our lives do we, do we see that too? If somebody were to come to you and say, what is the heart of your faith about? You know, gosh, well, let me tell you about, uh, you know, um, all the, the four pillars of the catechism. And let me tell you about uh, the, the spiritual and corporal works of mercy. And let me tell you about the, the Ten Commandments over here. And let me tell you all these different ways to bring, you know, listen, all those things are wonderful. All those things are wonderful. But what is at the heart? And in a sense, what is our elevator speech? If somebody came to you and said, tell me why you follow Jesus Christ. Tell me what you love about him. Tell me what God has done in your life. May we be quick with an answer. May we make it simple. Because if we are making something complex, we're putting barriers in front of God. And we don't need to do that. What you and I are invited to do, my friends, is to make the complex very simple. Anybody can make the simple complex. Anybody can do that. We've had millennia of people doing it. You and I need to be creative enough to make it simple. God is life, and he's with you today. God is lover, and I have felt that and experienced that in my life. I, I, I say those things just to say, what would our words be if somebody asked us that question? And here's part two. And part two is less, you know, a, a question or whatever. I mean, again, how do, how do we make the, the gospel, the life of Christ, simple for those around us? Part two is, do you realize, brothers and sisters, he's speaking to us? Jesus says, you are my friends 
if you do what I command you. I no longer call you slaves because a slave does not know what his master is doing. I have called you friends because I have told you everything I've heard from my father. It was not you who chose me, but I who chose you and appointed you to go and bear fruit that will remain. This is what I want you to remember. And I'm going to finish. Do you believe, my friends, that you truly are a friend of our God? That our God looks at you in friendship? That he doesn't look and see the failings? He doesn't look and see the hurt? He doesn't look and see the, the stumblings or our shame or the walls we've put up or, or anything else, all of our defenses? He doesn't look even and see the good works that we've done and say, okay, I like you now. He looks at you and sees his beloved daughter, his beloved son, his beloved child. He looks at you and sees the one that he created and deeply, deeply loves because you are perfect. You are God's creation. And God chose you. It's not by accident you are in this world. It is not by accident that you are um, how or where or, or whatever. You know, I'm, I don't want to say wherever you find yourself because some of us may find ourselves in tricky situations which are not of God's doing. But I guess what I'm trying to say is it is no accident that you are on this earth in this time, in this place, in with, created with the gifts that you are, are embody. You are, you are God's chosen. You are God's delight. You are God's friend. And we're invited within that, in that great simplicity, to go out and remind others the same, that they are the beloved not because of what they do, but because of who they are. And all we need to do, my friends, is remember. And you and I, we get to remind people of the best news. That we are loved because our God showed us that, right? And he invites us to follow that pattern to make it simple, simple. That somehow the, the world today, your world and mine, will be better. Those people in your world and mine will be better today for having encountered God through us. That we break down barriers between God and they. That we break down, down barriers between others and they. Between ourselves and they. Why? Because we remember that we are chosen. And do you know who else is? They are. That they are befriended as you and I are. Brothers and sisters, this is great news. May you and I chew on it not only today, but throughout this weekend. And may we simply thank God for that great gift. Let's pray. So we begin as we begin all things. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. The fifth glorious mystery, Mary is crowned Queen of Heaven. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, 
now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. My friends, bless you. Have the best weekend. I hope you are are filled with all good. Be well.